0: Hello welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 270 of this daily study podcast. Thank you again for joining us as we continue with our study of September the 21st to 27th, covering 3rd Nephi 12 to 16, I am the law and the light. Today we're going to move uh, into 3rd Nephi chapter 15. And there isn't really a a, a title uh, in the manual which covers this, uh, in the personal scripture study section so much, or even in the uh, ideas of family scripture study and family home evening, that it doesn't really cover 3rd Nephi 15. However, there are a few principles in here which I thought would be well well worth studying uh, before we move into uh, the final chapter, chapter 16 tomorrow, um, which gives us a nice rounded week uh, to, to complete the, uh, the section. So first of all, I want to begin in verse 2 of 3rd Nephi chapter 15 where Christ uh, recognises that uh, the people are are marvelling about something he has said. In verse two, it says, And it came to pass that when Jesus had said these words, he perceived that there were some some among them who marvelled and wondered what he would concerning the law of Moses, for they understood not the saying that all things had passed away and that all things had become new. Um, The people were confused. Even though the prophets in the Book of Mormon have clearly mentioned the, the law of Moses and how it would be done away with when, when Christ came, they still marveled about it. And let's not be too harsh on these people. These are people who have, for countless generations, for for well over 600 years, because of course they were living the law, the law of Moses in Jerusalem before um, their forefathers, uh, Lehi and his family, came to the New World, so for over 600 years, these people have been doing this law for, for, for so long. That would be like, that you know, even the Savior himself coming among us today and saying, right, the sacraments, the ordinances, you know, um, they're being removed and I'm, re- and I'm replacing them with, with these higher and holier things. That would be quite a lot to take when you sit and think about it. And that's only been instituted uh, in this church. The, the specific ordinances in this church have been instituted for, you know, about 170 or so years. Uh, and so or 180 or so years now, I suppose, nearly 190 uh, for, mo- for most of the ordinances. Uh, so it, it would be a big thing. Uh, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said this uh, about the law of Moses and about how, we need to remember that the law of Moses isn't particularly dist- like removed completely. In fact, many of the principles were still in that law. He said, quote, It is crucial to understand that the law of Moses was overlaid upon and thereby included many basic parts of the gospel of Jesus Christ which had existed before it. It was never intended to be something apart or separated from and certainly not something antagonistic to. The gospel of Jesus Christ... It was more elementary than the full gospel, thus its schoolmaster's role in bringing people to the gospel, but its purpose was never to have been different from the higher law. Both were to bring people to Christ. Um, close quote. I like that because it really does explain it very well, because I think sometimes we, we talk about the law of Moses as, as if it's something that is to be um, looked down upon or scoffed at. You know, it's something that was given to people that weren't ready for that higher law. And so it was therefore not as good and not as as, as appropriate. The people that lived the law of Moses in their lifetime and lived it to the best of their, their ability, will I am certain receive the same blessings as as, a, as an individual who's given the higher law and lives that to the best, to the best of their ability? Um, or say the higher law, the law of Christ. Um, it is something which still pointed toward Christ. It still had its whole... Principles and ordinances focused on the Saviour, uh, and so uh, is something which we need to understand. In verse 9, it continues, and actually, you know, it Christ says something which encapsulates what I've just said. It says, Behold, I am the law and the light. Look unto me and endure to the end, and ye shall live. For unto him that endureth to the end will I give eternal life. No matter whether you were living the law of Moses or you now live the gospel of Jesus Christ, both of those. In both of those, he was the law, and in both of those, we were meant to look toward him. Uh, straight away, you think of the brazen serpents with with Moses and so on. Uh, you know, there are clear indications that everything that was done so far was to be looking toward Christ, and as we look toward Christ, then we will live. Um, President Thomas S. Monson uh, says this quote, I have spoken over the years with many individuals who have told me, I have so many problems with real concerns. I'm overwhelmed with the challenges of life. What can I do? I have offered to them, and I now offer to you, this specific suggestion seek heavenly guidance one day at a time. Life by the yard is hard, by the inch is a cinch. Each of us can be true for just one day, and then one more, and then one more after that. Until we've lived a lifetime guided by the Spirit, a lifetime close to the Lord, a lifetime of good deeds and righteousness, close quotes. This is why the dailies, the things that some of us call the dailies are so important. The daily prayer, the daily scripture study, and not just doing it to go through the motions, but, you know, getting on our knees and really thinking before we speak and pray about the things we want our guidance from our Heavenly Father for. The things to sit down and pray and consider what we want to study and what we want to gain from that study uh, and what we are searching for answers for in our lives, they can have a real impact and blessing in our lives. Uh, moving on, I love this then, a few, literally a few verses later from him saying that he is the law and the light. In verse 12, he turns to his disciples and in this case, we're talking about the 12 who is, he has just chosen. And he says, ye are my disciples and ye are a light unto this people who are a remnant of the house of Joseph. So yes, of course, Christ is the one we should look to as the light of the world. But then we also have other lights we can look to in our lives, to those that lead and inspire and guide us. Obviously, we think of the prophets and the 12 apostles, uh, well, the first presidency and the 12 apostles today, the general authorities of the church. But we can also look toward our local leaders and actually we can all be lights. You know, we've, we are told that we are lights, that we can be a light to the world and we're not to hide our light under a bushel, as Christ said earlier in this sermon. Uh, and so, you know, living this law and living um, the law of the gospel and pointing toward Christ and recognizing that he is the law and the light, uh, we can be, become those lights. Admittedly, we are nowhere near as bright a light as he is. But we can still be a light source of illumination in a very dark place and a very dark time um, so that we can support and bless others. Uh, finally, I want to mention uh, verses 17 and 18, where Christ says that other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them I also I must bring and they shall hear my voice and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. He is talking about how the Nephites were the other sheep he was speaking of and. Um, and that there are other sheep yet that he is still to speak to, uh, which is, of course is, is an exciting prospect. That one day that may uh, we, that will come to light, as to who that those groups were. But in verse, I just had a moment where you know in the millennium, isn't it exciting to think that you know we we love this book of Mormon, we love the the testimony and the witness of Christ is. Just imagine, just the other records that we'll have and the uh, other testimonies and witnesses we'll have. It's just. It just got me really excited then. Uh, but uh, verse 18, he says that uh, he couldn't say any more about it to the Jews because, well, I'll read it to you. It says, and now because of stick, stiff-neckedness and unbelief, they understood not my word. Therefore, I was commanded to say no more of the of the father concerning this thing unto them. So basically, because of how um, stiff-necked and um, stubborn and uh, wicked the Jews were, in listening to his words and not taking them on board by the Spirit. Um, he, he was literally commanded by the Father not to say any, more, say any more about these other sheep, meaning the Nephites, that he was speaking of to, the, to these Jews in Jerusalem. It made me think, oh, I wonder if we see our, that reaction in the actual text in the Bible. And we do. In John chapter 10, Jesus talks about being the good shepherd and then, you know, reaching out and bringing in the other sheep who are not of this fold. And then he does speak about uh, the, uh, you know, the fact that he will lay down his own life and that he may take it again. And then in verse 19, it says there was a division there, therefore, again, among the Jews for these sayings. Um, so, yeah, like after he's he's made that point, there is division amongst the Jews. Uh, and so the heavenly son, so the father says to him that he's not saying anymore. How can we apply this to our own lives today? What what real you know application is there? Well, it, for me, it means that if we are not willing to listen to the promptings and the guidance that were given by the Spirit, then we'll then that will stop, and we'll miss out on what other potential life changing information we could receive. The Jews could have received information that there was people in other lands who were trying to live the law of Moses as well. They could have learned about the nephites from the Savior's feet. But no, they were. They refused to uh, to listen and um, and believe, and so Christ was told to stop speaking of it. Uh, And so let's try and make sure we live our lives so that we are we are not um, not given certain exciting news and information from and guidance from the Spirit when we don't listen to other aspects. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. uh, Please do uh, join and uh, join us by reviewing and subscribing to the podcast. You can also join the Facebook group Church at Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me if you'd like to share your study uh, on there. And please do uh, follow uh, email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you have any feedback, any insights yourself, or if you'd like to join on a future podcast episode via Zoom. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.